Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Where your treasure is, there is your heart. Where your heart is, there is your happiness. That's St. Augustine, theologian and African bishop, speaking to us across 16 centuries. Where your treasure is, there is your heart. Where your heart is, there is your happiness. This is a sermon about living generously. It's a good story. A wise woman was traveling in the mountains when she found a precious stone in the stream. The next day she met another traveler who was hungry. When she opened her bag to share her food, the hungry traveler spotted the stone. He asked her to give it to him. She did, without hesitation. They parted ways, the traveler rejoicing in his good fortune. He knew that the stone was worth enough to give him financial security for a lifetime. But before long, he turned in his path, doubling back to look for the wise woman. When he caught up with her, he gave her back the stone. I know how valuable it is, he explained. But I'm hoping you would be willing to give me something even more precious. Give me what you have within you that enabled you to give me the stone. Where your treasure is, there is your heart. Where your heart is, there is your happiness. I want to thank my Methodist colleague, Reverend Dan Dick, for lifting up the difference between giving and generosity. Giving, he says, is behavior. Generosity is an orientation grounded in a value. It flows from spirit and passion. The English word for generosity derives from the concept of noble birth. And the concept comes from the same root as gender generate, to give birth, to bring life, to bring to life. To be generous is to generate something, to make something new happen. Generosity gives life, creates energy and spirit. This is the spark we fan into flame when we live generously. My friend, my colleague, Patrick O'Neill, tells a story I love about living generously. Patrick is fanatical about worship spaces. He can hardly pass by one without trying the door, wandering in, reading the plaques on the walls. It's embarrassing. Lighting a candle for his grandmother, test driving the pulpit 
but the 800-year-old cathedral at Chartres in France is Patrick's holy grail. 50 miles from Paris, set in the countryside with no other tall buildings nearby, the cathedral is still visible from 10 miles away, still visible today as it was when 12th century pilgrims walked there from all over Europe. Sartre features 167 stained glass windows. Yeah, two stories of stained glass featuring stories from scripture, the lives of saints, the history of Christendom. Um, Patrick writes, not far inside the cathedral, I found myself standing at the front of one soaring, magnificent window comprised of hundreds of pieces of mosaic glass of all colors. It seemed to recount the entire Hebrew Bible, elaborate and exquisite. And at the very bottom of the window, a small frame showed a cobbler, a shoemaker, huddled over his workbench. This window was installed in 1201, and it is, in fact, considered to be one of the most beautiful. It was, and here's the heart of the story, it was a gift from the shoemakers of every village in France who each contributed whatever he and his family could, even the smallest coins. So together, the shoemakers commissioned this great work of art for God's house. Another window was given by village water carriers from all over France. Butchers gave another, fishmongers, another one, vine growers and tanners gave windows, as did masons and furriers and drapers, weavers, coopers, carpenters, and cartwrights. The blacksmiths gave a window. Milliners gave one. The apothecaries gave one. These windows, and this is now the guide speaking at Chartres, the windows were given one mosaic at a time piece by piece, coin by coin, by people who wanted to contribute even a single piece of glass, something beautiful, to last the ages. The irony is that these majestic windows, which are the very symbol of medieval greatness in art and architecture, the irony is that they were not the providence of nobility and the wealthy, but were mostly the gifts of common people. The truth is that every house of worship, from the great cathedrals to the roughest storefronts, temples, churches, mosques, every house of worship only survives and thrives through the gifts of everyday people who care for it, and work for it and support it. Only a congregation can sanctify, can make holy a place of worship, can make it holy with their love. Love is faith made visible. Where your treasure is, there is your heart. Where your heart is, there is your happiness. To love is to live generously. You know, 
the building is a big deal. We would still be a congregation without Arlington Street Church. We would still be the beloved community, whether or not we had these four walls around us. But this place, this physical sign of our spiritual presence in the city of Boston and beyond, this place matters. In the early evening of September 11th, 2001, a young man who had been wandering the streets of Boston all day stood outside on our front steps, weeping at what had unfolded in his city that morning. I went out to invite him in. He was a Jew, he said. Would it be all right? He had never been inside a church before. He was so frightened. He came in and he sat down in the back. And some of you will remember that we had completed the summer-long renovation and reopened the great doors of this sanctuary just two days earlier. The lights were low. There were fresh flowers on the tables. Peaceful music were playing through our brand new sound system. A bank of candles was glowing up front. And Arlington Street members just kept him company there in the back and offered him comfort. Somehow there was beauty. Somehow life was going on. I feel less crazy now, he said as he left. I feel like somehow I can go on. Thank you for opening this beautiful place. Thank you for all your kindness to me. Every year since then, near September 11th, he returns for a visit. I will never forget you, he says. He remembers this place and he remembers us. We and our building are inextricably joined and it matters that we are here and here. Theologian and social ethicist James Luther Adams was a longtime member of Arlington Street Church. He was fond of reminding us that in order for goodness to triumph, in order for goodness to triumph, it must be institutionalized. And Monsignor Oscar Romero, the great martyred bishop of El Salvador, said, the church has no intention of being the people's opium. The church wants to rouse us to the true meaning of being a people. What is a people? A people is a community where all cooperate for the common good. Where your treasure is, there is your heart. Where your heart is, there is your happiness. 
My student, my preaching student, Christian Schmidt, is from what he describes as the hinterlands of central Texas. He says, it's a long, long way from here. (laughs) He tells this story about his home church, the Unitarian Universalist Church of the Brazos Valley in College Station, Texas. The church was founded as a fellowship in 1956. And a few years later, a Baptist congregation in College Station was folding and looking to unload their building. The leaders of the Baptist church made a wonderful offer to the Unitarians. If you take over the mortgage, we'll give you the building. What a deal, right? Free building. So the fellowship convened a meeting, and every single member came to that meeting, all 12 of them. They baited accepting the Baptist gift. Taking over that mortgage payment would require a bold decision and an extraordinary financial commitment. They passed out sheets of paper so that each member could write down the amount they would commit to realizing this dream. The numbers were totaled, and it wasn't enough. It wasn't even close. So they sat and they talked some more. They sat in silence. They sat. And finally one member spoke up and said, perhaps we should pass around those sheets of paper again. And so they did, and again, each member wrote down their commitment to that dream. And again, the numbers were totaled. And this time it was enough. It was more than enough. And here's what Christian Smith says about that experience. Giving that money more than some thought they initially wanted to give made them realize how much the church meant to them and to the community. Their decision that night wasn't just about a building, it was a statement about how much they cared about living out their faith, providing a place for liberal religious people to meet and to make an even bigger difference in the world together. It's a legacy that continues in that congregation to this day, a legacy of generosity and of commitment to the fact that a few people can make a difference in a congregation and in a community over the past 50 years. They went on to call a full-time minister to raise additional funds for two major renovations to the building, and they've been an important presence in the community, a source of help through sponsoring food and housing programs, and they also hosted the first racially integrated school, a preschool, in the Brazos Valley. They lifted up a voice for civil rights, sometimes a lone voice crying in the wilderness. So much, Christian Schmidt concludes, so much goes back to that meeting in a living room when the 12-member congregation of the college station decided they were willing to give what it takes to make a difference, even if it was more than they had thought possible. They took a chance on their dreams. 
and the possibility of supporting their vision of a better world. They took a chance. And their generosity is their legacy. My beloved spiritual companions, generosity gives life, generates energy and spirit. I know how valuable the stone is, said the traveler, but I'm hoping you would be willing to give me something even more precious. Give me what it is you have within you that enabled you to give me the stone. We gather the triumph of goodness here for one another at the very worst of times and the very best of times. The greatest windows of the medieval cathedral at Chartres were the gifts of common people. May we, too, pass the sheets of paper now and commit to great purposes none of us could accomplish alone. Commit to the vision of a better world in which generosity is our legacy. Let us live generously. Where your treasure is, there is your heart. Where your heart is, there is your happiness. Bless your hearts. Thank you. Amen.